I love praying with icons, those little wooden plaques that have a scene from the Bible or sometimes a saint painted on them. And as you might imagine, a rather popular subject of iconography is depicting Christ as the Good Shepherd. It usually shows Jesus standing in the middle of a verdant pasture, tenderly carrying a sheep slung over his shoulders, all has the other sheep look up, and as their eyes almost seem to say, I wish that was me. And indeed, that imagery is a heartfelt scene to conjure, the image of a shepherd who would do anything for their sheep, even carry them around, the security that one finds imagining a shepherd who would be there to catch a sheep as they were about to walk off the side of a cliff, a shepherd who would call each by name when they started to wander off, a shepherd who would stand right next to them, bringing them solace and tenderly holding them, even as the shearer approached. It's all but too obvious as to why this image of Christ the Good Shepherd is so famous. But my favorite Christ the Good Shepherd icon has none of that sheepish imagery. Instead, it features the resurrected Christ with wounds on his hand and on his feet, walking on a rocky road with a person, not a sheep, gently laid over his shoulders. I find that icon so powerful because it moves me away from this abstract feeling of adoration for a shepherd who would so carefully guard those woolly and adorable animals, those animals who need shepherding because, let's face it, they aren't the sharpest knives in the drawer. Seeing that image of Christ the Good Shepherd having a person slung over his shoulders it makes me confront a reality that I don't always like to admit. That I am a sheep. That sometimes I walk way too close to the edge of a cliff, and sometimes I need to be called by name back into the fold. And that when shearers come close, I need to believe that Christ will be right next to me, tenderly holding me in those moments when all those layers that make me look much bigger than I really am all go falling right to the ground, swept away by the wind. Just me for what I am. Just me and my shepherd. Knowing that I, knowing that we have a shepherd like that, it's what allows us to graze this verdant pasture we call life so joyously and without fear. The Lord is our shepherd. And with a shepherd like that, how in the world could we be in want? But shepherds don't just comfort and guide. They also call us. Yesterday at the cathedral, Mother Kate, Reverend Susan, and I got to witness six of our very own young adults 
from St. James get confirmed. It was powerful. We, along with so many other people from across the diocese, stood up with Lucas, Jonah, Adrian, John, Langston, and Janald. And together we promised with God's help to continue in the apostles' teaching and fellowship, to persevere in resisting evil, to proclaim by word and example the good news of Christ, to seek and serve Christ and all people, and to strive for justice and peace. Then we all gathered around the living waters of the baptismal font as Bishop Taylor laid his hands on each of them, imploring the Holy Spirit to strengthen them, each by name, for God's service. And with that, they were confirmed. Confirmed to bring confirmation to the world that Christ is alive and that Christ's glorious works are by no means finished in this world. Empowered by the Holy Spirit, God called each of them to continue Christ's work. Now, maybe they think that's not possible, too lofty of a goal to continue Christ's work in the world. That's what Peter thought too. In last Sunday's Gospel, Jesus said, Peter, do you love me? Then tend my sheep. Then in this morning's lesson, we heard a story that sounded vaguely familiar. It sounded like a story from years ago, that story of how when Jesus was traveling around town teaching and healing, he was talking with a man and Someone came up to that man and told him that his daughter had just died. Jesus looked that man in the eye and told him, Do not fear, but believe. So he took this man and invited Peter to come along as well, and off they went to his home. They walked in, and as you might imagine, everyone was crying. Christ took that man's daughter by the hand and said, Talitha Kumi, little girl, get up. And with those words, she stood up at once. But this morning, we just heard how Peter, a sheep called by name, found himself in a similar situation. Except Peter didn't go to the house. He was told to come to the house. He didn't walk into the room where the lady was. They took him to the room. Peter was hesitant. He just wasn't getting that now was the time, by the power of the Holy Spirit, to make that mystical transformation from sheep to shepherd. So there Peter was once again in a room where everyone was crying. But this time, no Jesus. So he did what sheep do when they're feeling lost in verdant pastures. He prayed. 
I suspect when he knelt down, he asked God, what in the world do you want me to do? And I can picture Jesus smiling as he said back those familiar words. Do not fear, but believe. Believe that I called you by name to continue my work in the world. Then it all came back to Peter. Softly take her by the hand and gently plead for her to get up. And by God's grace, she will. So that's exactly what Peter did. And that's exactly what happened. Peter took her by the hand and said, Tabitha, get up. And she opened her eyes and she sat up. That was the day Peter finally believed. Believed that he was called by name to continue Christ's work in the world. Yesterday, each of you were called by name. Maybe you don't believe it today, but please believe it soon. Believe that you were called by name to continue Christ's ministry of love and new life in the world. In those times when you struggle to believe, pray like Peter did. And Christ will say those words to you too. Do not fear, but believe. Believe that I have called you by name.